Hello everyone and welcome to the Part-Time Gamers Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Wolchi, and I am here with the blonde one, the passionate Last of Us 2 hater. He is, of course, the one and only Fipsy. I love these introductions, man. You're proper like hyping me up. But hello, everybody. Now, I thought I'd mix it up. Last week, I think I gave you too much praise with the, uh, or last podcast, with the beating Bloodborne New Game Plus. I thought I'd cut that out, but I've raised it anyway. No, well. So today we'll be discussing our initial thoughts of the PlayStation 5. I know um, a lot of our listeners have been really looking forward to our thoughts on that, especially those that unfortunately couldn't get their hands on the console. We'll also be discussing the Game Awards, which are happening this week, and our predictions for what's going to happen there. And of course, we'll be discussing the games we've been playing on PS5 um, with a big review of Mars Morales being the highlight. And of course, we'll end it with listeners' questions as usual. Before we get into that, we have some housekeeping to do. If you want to support us and this podcast and have a few pennies to spare, you can do so in a variety of different ways. You can subscribe can subscribe to us on Twitch each month for £5, or if you have Amazon Prime, you can link it with your Twitch account to gain one free subscription each month and subscribe to us that way. You can also buy bits from Twitch, which is effectively Twitch money, and send us bits during our streams to cheer us on when we do good things or when we fail. Alternatively, if you want to support us more directly, we have a PayPal donation button on our Twitch panels, which you can donate that sum completely to us rather than some to Twitch. If you don't have any spare pennies, then that's not a big deal. You can still support us by following us on our social media platforms. The links to our Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube are all in the description of this podcast. Um, You can also watch our Twitch streams. Just watching our Twitch streams, liking our posts, retweeting our tweets, and watching or sharing our YouTube videos. And just sharing anything that we do really helps us out massively. And, of course, in a similar fashion, word of mouth is always a great way to support us. If you've got any friends or family that love gaming love podcasts or whatever, something that we do, send them our way. Um, That always helps us a lot. And finally, our podcast this week is again sponsored by JB Auto Repairs, but we'll tell you more about them later. So, Fipsy, three weeks has passed since our last podcast. It has. We now have our hands on the PS5. How... First of all, how did it feel when, I don't know, the postman or whatever knocked on your door and passed you that parcel? Oh, mate, it was brilliant. Like, I'm not going to lie. I was I was that guy. Do you know when you're waiting for something, you stand by the window? Mate, ask. Yes. Hey, I was literally, and you know how late mine came. <laughs> yeah. I was literally by the window all day. Yeah, like I was literally refreshing my phone. Well, Dee's phone every like five minutes just to see where it was. And like what number I'd be on a delivery and witness. When I was, I think I was three stops away, like the guy was three stops away. Yeah. I literally just sat downstairs next to the chair that's like right next to the window, just looking. And every time like a van was going past, I'd stand up, look. Yeah. And yeah, man, I was proper meerkatting. Yeah. Oh, mate, it was great. Um, I'll tell you what, a lot heavier than what I thought it was going to be. Really? Even though you knew it's going to be? Yeah. Big? Yeah. Like I knew it was going to be big and stuff, but like when he passed it over, well, he didn't pass it over like it was on the ground. But when he like when I picked it up, I was like, oh, like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Like you pick up the PS4, because obviously before my PS5 come, I moved all my setup around. Yeah. And um, like you pick up the PS4 and it's just like a book. Like it's nothing. Yeah. And you pick up this box and oh my god, I was just like, geez, it's a monster. But um, 
yeah, I was excited, man. It was like a kid at Christmas. Well, it, a grown man for his birthday. That's what it was. It was a, it was such an amazing experience. Um, how is it looking in your like setup? Like, there's a there's a big boy. Like, what's it? Is it fitting? Now? I mean, yeah, it's all right because I've got quite a big desk. So I've got like my two monitors to like the left hand side of the desk. I'm giving you guys a little tour now. And then on the right towards the end of the desk, um, that's where it stands because it's quite thin in a way if that makes sense yeah, like it doesn't yeah, it's, it's bulk thin. out yeah you got your standing so, right yeah yeah i yeah. i mean i could probably lay it down but i think i prefer it standing anyway i think it looks much better standing yeah um, i understand that some people can't and that's completely fair it's a big fuck up but yeah i, I mean i've got the luxury yeah the luxury of having a room to just have all my stuff in yeah you know i don't have like anything kind of stopping it is that like you know what I mean? So, yeah. yeah, I've got it stood up at the end of my desk. Um, how's yours looking? Yeah, I've, I've, uh, I've, I actually bought a, I guess you call it a side table um, kind of thing, specifically for the PS5, because because my 4K TV is in my living room, and the one I was using in my, I guess you call it spare room, games room, whatever, wasn't 4K, we kind of just completely swapped my whole setup around. So now I'm downstairs in the living room, what the PS5 is, um, so I can play in 4K, and we've moved my old TV into our bedroom, so we've got a much bigger TV in our bedroom now, so yeah. obviously living room being a bigger room, and it didn't have a kind of like a, a unix, my TV's like on the wall, um, I bought a specific, what do you call it, side table, big and with a big like a, so on top we've, we can put stuff on it. But then, yeah. like underneath, there's like a little shelf thing, but it's big enough for the PS5. So I was going to say, does it have like room to breathe? Yeah, plenty of room. Uh, yeah, that's um, good then. I think the fans are mostly pointing outwards anyway, right? I think there are some at the back. Yeah, like it's more like facing, isn't it? Like the fans, like the whole black section. Yeah, to it's me, it's like fan. fan. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, plenty of room and. I think it looks smart. I mean, I know it's big, like, and I've got, my, I've got my Xbox One standing next to it, mm. and it's bigger, like considerably, um, for and the Xbox One was a big console, like the original. So, yeah, yeah it's a big boy, but I, it, it look, I personally love the design. Um, yeah, I think so, it's sleek, and I don't like the Xbox One standing there, even before the PS Five come looked ugly it's just a big black box at least this has some kind of like design to it and i'm not just like an xbox because I, I actually like the series x design as well but yeah um i see i don't see the issue with having a console being big you know like console gaming is trying to push the boundaries and not be expensive as a pc right so you look at the size of these pcs that are out there and things like that, put them into like perspective next to the next generation consoles. They're not that big. No, but I think, and I agree in, on that sense, but I think it's the, a lot, and I mean a lot of people have them in their, like I guess like me now, in their living room setup rather than their like office or games room setup. Yeah, so but when, it's when it stands out in a living room, like it's like the place where you bring people to, you know, come sit down, have whatever, lunch, dinner, whatever, drinks. And it's like there, you know. Um, I, I don't mind it. I, I don't think my girlfriend minds it. Um, 
but I think I can understand why in a living room setup why people think it's a bit of an eyesore but at least it looks like a futuristic bit of tech rather than a massive black box yeah yeah like to me the Series X looks more like a PC yeah in a way yeah and that again is just a black box I think the Series S looks nicer but um, it's also much smaller yes yes and not as powerful um, so you mentioned that you've moved your um, setup into your front room for the 4K TV. How's that going for you? Because I personally don't play on a 4K monitor yet. So I'm wondering, have you like, is there a massive difference actually in the quality? Like, do you notice it? Um, that's a really hard question. I don't think so. No, I don't think. I don't know if it's. I've, I I have good eyes. I've actually had them tested. I'm not bragging. They have quite good eyes. But <laughs> you got nice eyes. I don't think it's as visible as going from like 720 to 180 was. Or I don't know. Um, maybe it's because. Yeah, it's like. Early, sorry. It's not early because the PS4 Pro was 4K. I don't know. I just. I don't see a massive difference. But. I don't know if that's because I'm already used to it. Mm, um, yeah. Maybe if I was to play, it would be interesting if I could play, for example, Mars Morales on the PS4 um, and see how different it is. I know there's like comparisons on YouTube. You've got side-by-side comparisons of YouTube of the game. Yeah, yeah. But I'd rather see it in front of me, you know, yes, because yeah. when you look at these side-by-side comparisons, that also comes down to what monitor you're watching that video on. Or, yeah, and like, how the, the video of your comparison phone. stuff. Exactly. So if I could like get a third monitor set up and then plug my PS4 back in and then play a game and look at it literally side by side, then yeah, because I because my opinion is I actually don't notice a difference. And I've got like 120 hertz monitor and that you know it is 1440, but it doesn't support 1440 yet. So I'm only playing in 1080. So I'm that's why I wanted to ask you because I'm not noticing like a massive difference, but I haven't played anything like last gen kind of. Yeah, and I played FIFA twenty one, but that's FIFA. Like, do you know what I mean? It's yeah. and that should technically be four K, right? Because it it would be on the PS four because you're on a PlayStation five. It will play on the PS four Pro settings. So if FIFA uh, twenty one played at four K on PS four Pro, or I mean, it'd be ten eighty on your monitor. But you know what I mean, like. Yeah, well, they've got the update coming out on the day that this podcast is out. Actually, yeah, so. I'm looking forward to that. Um, I was going to, um, we'll talk about it more when we go into the games we've been playing, um, because I've noticed the thing I want to talk about with the graphics on Miles Morales in particular, um, but going back to the PS5, I really want to ask you about a controller, but first, how quiet is your console? Oh, mate, it's like, I, I can't even tell it's on. Okay. Literally, I get no sound. See, um, I... Even- Go on. When I'm running, like even like Demon Souls or um, Miles Morales, I hear nothing. I've heard it a few times, but when I <laughs> when I say I hear it, it is it is quiet, and like I have to be quite near it to hear it. Or sometimes if I hear it, it's still like and I'm far away, it's still not loud. But what are you hearing though? Like just like a whirring sound. Like I can hear the consoles on, and it's mainly. I think it happened when I played Spider Man today. I think it's happened. When I've been on Share Factory, it happens a lot, a lot. When I'm like making a video for YouTube, it's definitely happened. Um, All right. But 
I turned on my PS4 the other day. Yeah. And fuck me, it made me realize how quiet a PS5 is. Like just turning <laughs> it on. Turning the PS5 on, you can, other than the beep it obviously makes to let you know it's coming on, um, you can easily be mistaken that you haven't turned it on because there is no noise. Like the PS4, when I turned it on, holy shit. I thought it was taking <laughs> off again. I, I had I already forgot that. So I think maybe I was just being a bit like, oh my God, I can hear a noise. You know what I mean? When, when it probably wasn't even barely a thing. Yeah. But now I've heard the PS5, I'm like, oh, okay. No, the PS5 is quiet. Obviously, we've had the PS4 five a few weeks and the PS5 years, so it's got worse. But um, yeah, I mean, it's hardly noticeable when I do hear it. And it's really, um, after a two-hour session of Spider-Man the other day, I felt the console and it was still like there's no heat at all. Yeah, I haven't felt it getting hot or anything. Like I do feel it sometimes after I get off after a few hours. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's not hot at all. I, I kind of try and check the back as well because obviously when it's at the back, they might not expect you to feel that. I'm not yeah. saying that they're trying to pull a fast one on everyone, but yeah, I, I you know, yeah. that's where all the cables come out and I've got pretty much every USB port taken up. Yeah. So um, I tend to feel that as well and still nothing. So. Yeah, so it's, far so good, I think. I mean, again, well, it's very early days. But. Uh, we're going on first impressions of it. I did have that scary moment when I thought mine was actually broken. Um, yeah. I remember messaging you, and it was quite a weird fix. So I was streaming, everything was going well. I was playing, and then I was streaming Miles Morales, and that's the game I've actually been having some issues with, and I know I'm not the only one. Um, and it just completely froze out. Uh, and then my camera wouldn't work anymore on the USB. My charger for the controller wasn't working. So it was actually every USB port on the console was just not giving any output. So, and I, that's when I like, was talking to you, literally shitting myself. That was day oh, one. Yeah, literally like two hours after plugging it in and playing. Um, I was just shitting myself. Like, I'm the one that's got a bad console. Because like, you expect it. I know like we shouldn't expect it. Because, you know, you hope that the people that are making these have trouble, like been troubleshooting everything, so there's no possible way that there's something wrong with it, but you expect it, you know? Yeah. It's with everything. You buy a brand new car, something might go wrong with it. Like, you know, it's just you're unlucky or you're lucky. And so I was just like, oh, God, I'm that one. And I, so I was literally asking you, what should I do? Should I get like, contact Sony? Should I contact Amazon? But then all I literally done was just unplugged it from the mains, um, plugged it back in. And it was all working again. So, other than that, uh, I have not, haven't had anything wrong with the console itself. Um, that no, that I remember when you were texting me that I I still hadn't had my console because you obviously got yours no, quite, oh, yeah. quite a lot earlier than me. Yeah, um, no, you didn't, did you? So at that point, I was pissed off that I hadn't got it, but then I was thinking, shit, man, at least mine's not fucked. <laughs> but obviously, luckily. Um, Luckily, yours is all right. Thanks, um, mate. Yeah. <laughs> me rooting for you, like, no, don't worry, man. Yours will come. You'll get it. You'll get it day one. And you're like, ah, at least mine ain't broke. Oh, I definitely Ooh, was yeah. laughing, man. I definitely was laughing. But I was thinking, it made me like think, okay, maybe it's not the worst thing that I haven't got it yet. But anyway, um, I did do a bit of testing on loading times. And I wanted to go through it very quickly before we move on. Um, so, the week before the PS5, I was obviously on PS4, and I tested some of the loading times of some games. 
that I knew I could test on PS5. So I'm going to go through some of these figures and I want to see what your thoughts are. So first one I tested was God of War. And that took, so from pressing the button from the PlayStation, you know, homepage to get into the menu. So when you can actually press continue or whatever. All right. So continue new game, load game. Anything like that. Yeah. When you can actually move on the menu, it took effectively 50 seconds. So almost a minute. On the PS5, it takes 26. So basically half. Half that. That's not bad. That's really good. Yeah. Then to get to the game, so this is still from the menu. So like when I got to the menu, I uh, sorry, when I got to the menu, I pressed pause on the time, like as soon yeah. as it happened. Then I resumed it and then quickly pressed uh, continue story on God of War. So it's like this is the whole time from PlayStation menu to, t- to move in Kratos. One minute and 27 seconds. So it took 37 seconds to get from yeah, like the loads. Yeah. Right, okay. God of War on the PS5 takes 50 seconds. So Damn. it's actually to to get to Kratos from the PlayStation 5 screen is the same amount of time that it took PS4 just to get to the menu. Yeah, I that's think it's crazy. pretty impressive. It's not the the massive, massive jump I was hoping, but it's it's impressive. Well, you got to think that's that's a PS4 game. Yeah. Well, we're going to get into some something here. So, go to Tushima, <laughs> Similar, the same thing. So, to the menu, fifty-four seconds, and it was forty-two on PS5. Not as much of an improvement. Ooh. Yeah, that's quite. I've got I've got a few thoughts on that there. Uh, gameplay. So, moving Jin Sakai, one one and a half minutes. It took one minute and four seconds on PS5. Um, FIFA 21 I only did to the menu because obviously there's quite a lot of shit you have to do to get to gameplay on that um, yeah. FIFA 21 on PS4 took 31 seconds 24 on the PS5 mm. a decent improvement Last of Us 2 56 seconds to the menu 41 seconds on PS5 I haven't done it to gameplay because I've beaten the game and I was scared to touch it because I I don't want to ruin my chances of platinum <laughs> Well. So, all those PS4 games, decent improvements, especially God of War, which is surprisingly the best one. Um, is it, though? It's the best improvement of, in terms of load times so far. Hmm. But here's the impressive thing. Mars Morales on PS5. So, the PS5 version on the PS5, obviously. To the menu. And I think this could even be... Um, I'll explain. It took 12 and a half seconds. Yeah. To the game, 19 seconds. Yeah, exactly. 19 yeah. seconds from the PlayStation 5 screen to swinging around in New York is insane. Now, yeah, man, that 12 seconds to menu, I, I don't know if you've noticed this, when launching Spider-Man, sometimes when you launch Spider-Man from PlayStation Home, it goes straight to him on the train. Yeah. And sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes it has the Marvel screen and the Insomniac screen. Yeah, it does like, and the PlayStation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I can't remember what, what the 12 second one was for. I think it's for that one with all, with all the logos. It must be. Cause, um, Which means it's even quicker than that when it, when it decides not to do that. Yeah, man. Like the loading times for the games are insane. Which, yeah, 
And that just shows that all those PS4 times, even though they are improved, those games weren't optimized for PS5. And I think some of them, like their load, their, their screens, like like the Marvel one or whatever, are just put there at a certain length of time. Then probably not, they're probably not even loading anything. It's just there because it, they had to put it there. Mm. Whereas I think games will now stop doing that as much, and we're going to see some lightning fast loading times. Um, yeah, but I hope so. Obviously, it's this is the start, isn't it? So yeah, everything. I released now i hope is gonna be like that so i guess our next test really with a third party game would be cyberpunk yes third party yeah um yeah because obviously we haven't bought anything like cod or anything um no yeah i haven't timed demon souls or anything else like that but i thought it was interesting especially the ps4 because yeah, no, it, it has improved yeah and also where we're just touching on ps5 right now uh game download times are a blessing now yeah i an absolute blessing. Uh, I just want to say, I kind of timed mine of Ghost of uh, Tsushima. So I downloaded download. this. Yeah. So yeah. download pure from start to finish. Yeah. Took me. And this, I think the game is what, like 30, 40 gigabyte, isn't it? Yeah. Around yeah. It's around 30, 40 gigabyte. Uh, it took my, I know this comes down to internet speed as well. It took 27 minutes. Damn. That's good. Like, and I know it's internet speeds as well, but you know I've I've had the same internet than I'm than what I did on the PS4, and it took a lot longer. Trust me. That's um, really good. I've not timed it myself, but I've it's it's noticeably better. Do you yeah. Think, maybe it's a known fact, but is it because of this is the steady state drive rather than the HDD? Yeah, I think it is. Yeah, yeah because okay. and also just touching on that, I had Demon Souls and Spider Man downloaded within the first hour. Yeah. Of I mean, having the console. Well, like hour, it was like an hour and ten. Hour, I didn't look at it exactly, but, but as soon as I plugged it in, bought the games, downloaded, done. I could I could be playing in like an hour and a bit. Do you know what I mean? So it was crazy. So they are a godsend. Yeah, no, it is great. Um, we'll touch on the controller and stuff when we go into games. I think because I've got we've got things we can obviously talk about within the games. Then, um, so shall we? Should we talk about our game of the game of well, not game of the year, game award predictions? Yes, we can get to that now. So, obviously, Game Awards is happening next week. I believe the same day as Cyberpunk, um, November, December even. Wow, December 10th. Uh, time of recording this, by the way, guys, it's December the 2nd. Hopefully, well, it will be out on Friday, which will be December the 4th. Um, yeah, Game Awards next week. Nominations come out a week or two ago. Um, I think, yeah, I think the week after our last podcast. So you can go online and vote if you want to vote. There's loads of different categories. We're only going to go through a few of them, mainly ones where we actually have played some of the games and have an opinion on it. So I thought we'd just basically briefly go through each one, or each one I've pulled out, and um, say which one we think will win, and maybe what one you'd want to win, because um, I've got a feeling they're going to be different for you. So first off, so best narrative. Now this is described as for outstand. Sorry if you can hear my guinea pigs, because they're they're fighting. Um, for outstanding storytelling and narrative development in the game. So the nominees. I had never heard of this first game. Thirteen Sentinels. Aegis Rim. Never heard of it. Um, Final Fantasy VII Remake. Ghost of Tsushima. Hades, and The Last of Us Part 2. 
I'll let you start this one, Fipsy. What of those games, you've played three of them, has the best narrative direction, I guess? Um, out of them three that I've played, so I played Final Fantasy VII Remake, The Last of Us 2, and also Ghost of Tsushima. So uh, for best narrative, I mean, as much as I hate on it, I've, you've got you to give it to The Last of Us 2. Um, one of my pet peeves with Ghost of Tsushima was it was such good gameplay. It was just the story kind of lacked in parts. Yeah. Um, of course, I really don't like the direction of The Last of Us 2 took, but what is a great story? It's, it's one that gets someone talking. It gets people yeah. talking. It yeah. creates controversy. Um, it, it shocks people. It sticks with people. And obviously what they've done has stuck with a lot of people and shocked a lot of people, me being one. I mean, I think everyone that played it was shocked by um, the way the story went. So, yeah, I'm going to have to... I mean, you'd be stupid not to, even if you hate the game. It's got to go with The Last of Us 2. And yeah. I, I'm pretty sure I know where you're going with it. Yeah, 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 100%. Same thing with Ghost. I love the game. I really do love Ghosts. And the more I played it, even after beating it, I loved it even more. Um, but, yeah, the story did, didn't grab me as much as other games can. They're the only two I played on this list. Um, I personally think, and I mean, we've both said this before, but Final Fantasy VII Remake, best narrative. I mean, that narrative was from, what, the 90s or 2000? I mean, you can't use yeah, it again. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's up for the nomination. I hope it doesn't win. Um, but I think Last of Us 2 as well. Yeah, I, re I mean, I really don't see that winning. No. Um, next, we're going on to best audio design. And this has been described as recognizing the best in-game audio and sound design pretty self-explanatory nominations doom eternal half-life alex ghost of Tsushima, resident evil 3 and the last of us part 2 um you went first last time i'll go first this time yeah i again i've only played two here ghost and last of us 2 um they both have outstanding audio um I don't know about you, but lately I've been like hear, hearing birds like chirping at the window, and sometimes I think, "Fuck, that sounds exactly like Ghost of Tsushima did." Yeah, <laughs> and I'm like, "Wow, I can't believe a bird out there is reminding me of a game." Um, mm. Amazing audio, but I'm gonna go with Last of Us Two for one main reason that just would never leave my mind. It, I can't even remember what they're called now, but the whistlers. Yeah. They, the first time you hear that whistle, and every time you hear that whistle, it's just terrifying. And they used audio in such an incredible way there that I, for me, it wins hands down. Yeah, um, I'm not going to disagree with you. It really pains me to say it. Like the, the environment and the world that was portrayed in Ghost of Tsushima, um, a lot of it does come down to the sound as well, especially if you're playing with headphones. Yeah. It is amazing, like the wind that you're following. Um, like you said, the birds and stuff like that. But the, the thing with The Last of Us 2, where it was such a narrative-driven game itself, they could focus more on that world and creating that world inside, like with the sounds and stuff as well. Like I remember that scene like really well, the one that you mentioned, but when you're yeah. first introduced to them, that literally making me jump. And then also when you're walking on the snow, yeah. like you could hear it crunch and... Things like that. So yeah, um, last yeah, the last of us too. Oh, I 
go back and change the intro. Last of Us lover over here. <laughs> um, I love it, mate. Trust me. It's just I, I can I can admit a good game, man. I mean, a good like you know when they're good at something. Yeah. Um, next one. This is going to be a good category, um, and there's a lot of great, great nominees. So it's best performance. So this is awarded to an individual for voice over acting, motion, and or performance capture. There's some fucking amazing nominees here. So number yeah. one is Ashley Johnson as Ellie from The Last of Us Part 2. Laura Bailey as Abby from The Last of Us Part 2. I am very sorry for pronouncing this name wrong, but Daisuke Tsuji as Jin Sakai. Um, Logan Cunningham as Hades. And of course, Naji Jetta. Again, apologies if that's wrong. The surname, Jeter, Jetta, I'm not American, um, as Mars Morales, which I was happy to see in this one. Um, obviously, we're going to go into that game later. Yeah. Uh, this is your turn first time, isn't it? Yeah, your turn to go first. Yeah. Who right. has the best performance for you out of those five? Right. Can I just um, beef something here? So with Laura Bailey, right, yes, that played yeah. Abby. She doesn't do. She's not the character. She does the voiceover. So this is as is this not a character as a whole? She does right. So the way it works is they same as Ellie. They have a face capture from a person. Same as Spider Man actually and Mars Morales. A face capture from a person, just a face. But then Laura Bailey and all these nominees would have done all the capture and audio. This their right. It's just the, they just modelled a face on someone else. For example, the person, the woman who plays Dina from Last of Us Two, looks nothing yeah. like Dina. Right. But, okay. You know what I mean? They. they it's just because, like, do you know, Abby. Um, what's the one that she like has the, like the baby? The one that has the baby in the game. Oh, I hated her. I can't remember her name. She was a side character. But I know you mean. Oh, yeah. well. Love the game, but you don't know one of the main characters. I played it once, <laughs> but yeah, no, like they, like she was the that was her, wasn't it? Ah, was it? Yeah, yeah, like that was her. Oh, so if you look think, at the act- yeah, if you look at the actress, yeah, it does, yeah, that was her. So yeah, that's all I wanted to ask. But anyway, uh, I'm giving it to um, I've forgot his name, uh, but it's going to Mars Morales. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was a mix up between um, him or Abby. Yeah. Um, yeah, but it's going to Mars Morales. Okay, don't go too much into that because we'll talk about Mars Morales. Obviously, yeah, no, I'm not going to. That's why I've kind of just full stopped it. Boom. Yeah. Okay. Straight. I'm going with Abby. Uh, Laura Bailey is Abby. Um, sure. I think I, li- I really obviously liked Alien Last Last Part Two. I think Mars Morales would have been a close second. A cl- well, I say close second. No one's near Abby, but close with between him and Ellie for second. That's what I mean. Um, Wait, did I say it was between him and Abby? Yeah, you said Abby. Did you mean Abby? Um, yeah, I meant Ellie, sorry. <laughs> okay, I, I obviously picked Abby. Um, is there anyone missing in that one? I don't. I can't think of any. I've, again, in terms of games um, this year. No, no, I don't think there no is. Final Fantasy ones for you? <laughs> no, mate, no. no, no, okay, no. Cool. Um, right, my next category is Best Action Adventure Game. Now, let me just scroll down to find it because it's a bit further down. Yeah, so this is for the best action-adventure game combining combat with traversal and puzzle-solving. I was hoping you'd mention this one. Nominees. 
Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Ghost of Tsushima, Spider-Man Mars Morales, Ori and the Will of the Wisps, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, and The Last of Us Part 2. It's just nominated for fucking everything. So is Ghost, yeah. by the way. Both of them have smashed it. Oh, this is me first, isn't it? Yeah, um, this is you first. <laughs> sorry, 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 sorry. So I had I've not played, Will of the Wisps I've not played, so that's them two. Oh, and Jedi Fallen Order. So for me, it's between Ghost of Tsushima, Mars Morales, and Last of Us Part 2. Now I'm going to read the description again. The best action-adventure game combining combat with traversal and puzzle-solving. If we're going based on combat, it's between Ghost and Spider-Man for me. Yeah. <sighs> traversal, it's Spider-Man. I love Ghost like Traversal as well. Like I loved riding a horse, whatever. But you, if we're going to it, it's Spider-Man. Um, and puzzle solving, do those three games, I mean, Last of Us 2 has a few puzzles. I what puzzles? Really, there's, a, there's a few puzzles when you've got to throw the rope over a thingy and then do Oh, this that's that. not a puzzle, man. I mean, they're bigger puzzles than the other two games. Um, <sighs> I'm going with Spider-Man Miles Morales. I best, thought you would. For best action-adventure game. Yeah, I, I thought you would. Honestly, uh, I love um, Last of Us 2, but I love that mainly, not mainly, because it's obviously an amazing game as well, but it's very story-driven. What's your pick? Uh, I'm going to stick it through to Ghost of Tsushima. Really? Purely, yeah, 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 yeah. Why not? Okay. Best action. I, I can't wait for this Miles Morales review, man. Like, well, no, well, don't get me wrong. I'm not knocking oh, no, yeah, the no, combat no. or anything, but I, I've played that. I played that in Spider-Man, and like I, we're going to get to that, but um, yeah, I'm sticking it true to Ghost because, like I said, I, like I've said in many podcasts, I've loved the setting, finally getting to be a samurai, and it does it, in my opinion, down to a T. So yeah, it, for me, it's uh, Ghost of Tsushima. Nah, no, that's good. That's good. Um, have we agreed on any here? We've agreed on uh, narrative, yes. narrative and audio. I think that's it, isn't it? Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, the last one before we go on to the actual final game of the year. I wanted to include this one because I think it's an interesting one and it's best multiplayer. Um, for outstanding online multiplayer gameplay and design, including co-op and massively multiplayer experiences, irrespective of game, genre or platform. Is This this is you to go first, is it? Or me? I can't remember. Uh, this is me to go first, yeah. Um, so nominees are Animal Crossing New Horizons. Among Us, Call of Duty Warzone, Four Guys Ultimate Knockout, and Valorant. Um, as much as I say I hate it, I'm going to say Four Guys. Yeah? Yeah, that brought a lot of fun to us, man. I'm, I'm kind of done with the whole shooters now. I, was but I, say, think that... was, did, was, I think Warzone did come out this year. I think you, you quite enjoyed that, though, for a time. Yeah, for a time I did, yeah, because... At that time, there was nothing else really to play. Like, if I'm being completely honest, it come out right near lockdown, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They timed it well. <laughs> yeah, so like there was, there was kind of like nothing to play. Animal Crossing, no, I didn't want to get involved in that. Um, and I was in that limbo of like, I don't know what to play. And then here's Call of Duty Warzone, free, you know, 
and I had Modern Warfare anyway. Um, so yeah, um, I did, I enjoyed it because it was something to do and it was competitive and play at the time. But now I just don't want to touch it. Yeah, I can, and I know I slander it and get annoyed at it, but that's just because I get annoyed at every game. But Fall Guys is fun, and, you know. Like I haven't, we laughed so much playing that. Like all of us, when we've played, not just us two, when we played with our friends and yeah. stuff like that. Like we've always laughed most of the time. Yeah. So, yeah, for me, it's Fall Guys. I'm I'm going the same Fall Guys. Um, the Animal Crossing is a weird one because. My the moments I enjoyed in that game have not been multiplayer at all. There's not much you can do multiplayer. Yeah, I mean, really. is it even really multiplayer? Like, I know you can go see each other's islands. Yeah, it's it's not. Well, I mean, I haven't done much multiplayer. What I've done, I've joined. I've joined my girlfriend's island, and I've taken her fruit because I haven't got it on my island, stuff like that. It's not an amazing thing to do, and it's, it's Nintendo make nothing easy. It's not an easy experience. Um, yeah. I mean, it's not the hardest thing in the world, but again, it's not easy. Um, yeah, I think, I don't know if I've mentioned it on my podcast, but everyone who watches Twitch knows I hate Battle Royale games. Um, yeah. Well, Battle Royale shooters. Because technically, I guess you'd call Fall Guys Battle Royale. And I would probably say it's my favourite Battle Royale game. I, uh, I'm i similar to you. I do get annoyed here, but it's... It's people I get annoyed at rather than the game. Um, <laughs> yeah. It is very much people. people then. But no, Full Guys was a breath of fresh air this year. Um, an amazing experience. I know it's kind of died down, but I think what it was, and it brought so many people like back playing together. Like We don't always play with our friends all the time because they don't play games as much as us, but everyone jumped on it. It was like a massive yeah. moment in gaming this year. And and I know Among Us has been as well, but I haven't personally touched it. Um, I think if I come to console, that would have took off. Bigger, a lot more. Yeah, I agree. Um, I kind of want it to just to give it a go because I've never actually played it. I've watched videos and stuff of it, um, and I do want to try it. It does look like it can be fun if you've got like a full lobby of you and yeah, it's everyone's like... screaming and shouting at each other about like who's killed who and stuff like. It's kind of like I think that's kind of fun. That's the kind of game that I'd like to play with loads of people. But yeah, again. I think... I agree. If it comes to concert, I'll definitely try it. But yeah, I'm not desperate for it to come. Like I'm. No, no, I'm not sitting here like checking on, on updates, see if it is coming and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and I, I know we've both said four guys, we think will win, but it wouldn't surprise me either if Among Us won. Or Warzone. I think Warzone probably does take it. Like my opinion is four guys, but I think Warzone will take that. Okay. I mean, I mean. I think the one that isn't going to win is Valorant. Um, yeah, but the, the way I say you've got to think about it is Among Us is just one gameplay base. Like I know you've got mobile, but it's predominantly PC. Not everyone has a PC that can kind of run that. I don't, I don't know what the specs are for it, but everyone can play Warzone if you've got a console or a PC. Yeah. And it's, do you know what I mean? So I'm looking at that like it would have more people would have played Warzone than Among Us, and True. more people still probably play Warzone to this day. Than what they do among us. True, and Fall Guys isn't on Xbox yet, so the no, Xbox side right. of people won't vote for it. Yeah, so I, I want Fall Guys to win, but I know it's not going to. Okay, I still think it. I still think it might. I think for the people, a lot of the people that vote on these kind of things, like we can, a lot of the people that just play casually will not be voting. So I think yeah, a lot of people that will be voting are people that 
do play most of these and do take notice. And I'm, I hope Fall Guys wins, and I think it might just just nip it. But we will see. Um, there's too many categories to go through them all, so we just picked out them ones. But we are going to do the main one, the main event, Game of the Year. So the nominations are... Do Actually, there's a description for it. Game of the Year. Recognising a game that delivers the absolute best experience across all creative and technical fields. Nominees are Doom Eternal, Final Fantasy VII Remake, Ghost of Tsushima, Hades, Animal Crossing New Horizons, and Last of Us Part Two. See, this is tasty. No, but that list, I, I, I can't say too much because I haven't played all of them. But like, is a game like Doom Eternal really better than Mars Morales? Like, I think Mars Morales should be on that list. All right, let's go straight to that point. I was going to ask you after, but let's do it now. What games have been robbed? Mars Morales. If it can make other categories, how could it have not made Game of the Year? This is what I, I get. It's not a full. I get it's not a full length game, right? I get that. It's like the story took six hours to beat, but at the end of the day, the experience that you got from it was amazing. I agree. And like, if it and Doom's been done. What like what do you, like the gameplay that I seen of Doom? Yeah, okay, it's fun. It's gory. You run around shooting things, but like, you, do you know what I mean? There's nothing like. Do you get what I'm trying to get at? Like that's like when you think of game here, you think creative, immersive, a world builder, storytelling, blood, like everything. What is Doom doing? Like this is just my opinion. I've not played it, so I can't slate it too much. But yeah, I don't think Doom deserves to be up there. Like I've heard it's a really good game. Everyone that's played it said it's a really good game. But I mean, you're just running around killing shit, and it's really gory. Like well done. Yeah. Sorry, I, I just wanted point. to get that out there. Like, it turned my head in. I, I was expecting Mars Morales to be up in that. But then, yeah, I don't know. Because my afterthought when I thought about that was um, maybe it's not been out long enough, but then it made other categories. That's my, that's my beef, is that I, I, like, obviously the people that make the nomination, like these nominees, are all critics, like actual people, actual people, people in the industry. And then once nominees are out, then we can vote. So, yeah. one of the issues is, is obviously, okay, yeah, by the time, the deadline they had to get their nominations in, Mars Morales might have only been out a week or something, I don't know. Um, so, if, if Mars Morales wasn't anywhere on this list, I would have been like, okay, it didn't come out in time, no one had enough time to play it, I get it. But, obviously, this is kind of spoiling our views, obviously, we're clearly saying it's a great game, but the fact that it made it to other categories makes me think it could have made it to this one um yeah but also you say like it's the critics that make these shortlists right critics get these games a week or two before everyone else does yeah as well, yeah i know but they also the nomination they probably have to put the nominations in a week or two before you know the list come out as well yeah but like, like do you get what like yeah I, I get what you're saying as well yeah but so but you know it, it's not made it so yeah for my opinion my man has been robbed there Massively. I agree. Any others? Um, no, because I haven't completed Demon Souls yet, so I can't say any other that could be on that list. Four guys. Really? I I think. No. What, yeah, I mate. I genuinely believe for what Four Guys done for gaming this year, it was such a big moment. Like. Okay. Okay. Wait. But saying that, then you're pretty much saying that Animal Crossing should win. 
because it was a massive because, moment. Yeah, because it was a massive moment. Everyone was playing it because of what happened in the world. And, you know, it was so accessible for so many people. It was the hype everywhere. Everyone was talking about it. You was playing it. My girlfriend was playing it. My fucking my sister was playing it. Like, do you know what I mean? Everyone was playing it. And so you saying that means that really Animal Crossing should win. No, I'm not saying but I'm not saying four guys would have won. But if you're talking yeah, but you're we're on about a short list for a game of the year. Yeah. That gets whittled um, down to what is it, five? Six. Six, sorry, right. Okay, it's whittled down to six, and you're saying that Fall Guys deserves to be in there. Yeah, I I, I think yeah. for pure fun entertainment and just pure game, yes, it's not got the it's obviously got no narrative or anything, it's not a technical masterpiece. But neither is uh, Animal Crossing. Neither is well, I've not played Hades, it might be. Um I just think I just think it at least deserves a shout up there. I think I hope they could come back and like show us what would have been like seventh, eighth maybe. I think Fall Guys was an immense game this year and it deserves some recognition. And I know it might get it on the multiplayer side of things. Um Yeah. That's the only one I could think of, as well as obviously Mars Morales. Obviously, I'm going to this other PS5 games as well. Demon Souls, definitely there wasn't enough time for people to actually complete that <laughs> um, yeah. before this. Well, I mean, people did complete it quite quickly. Some people yeah, have. But, but I know that when you're talking about critics, it a lot later as well, didn't they? Like, yeah. Then, then Mars you, Morales and such. When you're talking about critics, though, critics have like. On some games, there's these modes in it, when like direct modes, when they tell them which way to go. And like The Last of Us 2 had it, like you could have the arrows literally pointing you what way yeah. to go and what was there. So critics have that version of a game they can play, and Demon Souls don't have that. Demon Souls comes down to pure, you've got to be good at the game to beat this. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not throwing any dig at any critics out there. I'm not saying you're bad at games. I'm just saying, <laughs> all right, it's the people that... Love that sort of game, like a Soulsborne game that will complete that quickly. Yeah, no, yeah, definitely. Um, so, apart from Mars Morales being robbed, what, what do you, from this list, what is your game of the year and then what do you think will actually win game of the year? I'm glad you said that because I think game of the year is Ghost of Tsushima. But what I think is going to win it is sadly going to be The Last of Us Part 2. Um, okay. Yeah, because it just... It is. I know it is. Um, I will be shocked but happy if Ghost of Tsushima wins. Because like I said, that's the one I want to win. Uh, I've personally voted for it. So, yeah. For me, it's Ghost of Tsushima, but Last of Us 2 will win it. How about you? I mean, it's not uh, asking, is it? Like, <laughs> I think <laughs> I think Last of Us Two will win. I'm not as confident as I was. I guess I wasn't that. I, no, I was confident with God of War. I'm not as confident with Last of Us Two because there because there is a lot of people that don't like it. Um, but obviously, they weight it up with critics and everything, so it's not all just public vote. Um, I hope I'm it wins, about... and I think it will. Sorry, I've got to put this out there as well, right? Is the content that Ghost of Tsushima has carried on giving as well. Yeah. Like Legends, Legends amazing, has yeah. bumped it up. Yeah. Like I know I haven't played it much, but that's because we've moved on to the PS5 and I kind of want to play PS5 games. Right. Like in a way, 
Do you know what I mean? But like the content with legends and stuff has took that for me as well to the next level. No, I completely like, agree. It's added more to it. Like it was a great game before, and then they've added legends for free and elevated it even more. Like there's more content in it. There's more story. I know they're not great stories because we did play some ourselves. Like it's not massive gripping storyline or anything, but there's story there. And then you've now got raids where you play with up to four people. And then you've got like um, like the horde mode that's there. Like they've added so much into that game now, which for me does make it more towards that game of the year and it should win. Yeah, I, I see your point. Um... And they had nothing to come off. It was a new title. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Sucker Punch done really well with it. Like it was a new title and they smashed it. And I think it would be a shame if they don't win it. But like I said, I, I think it's going to be the last of us too. Yeah, I do as well. Um, and I personally, on a personal level, I'll be gutted if Last of Us Two doesn't. But if if they are going to lose, I I hope it's none of the others. I hope it's Ghost. Yeah, I mean, I will be really pissed off if neither of these two won. Yeah, like, I'll be pissed off if Last of Us Two wins, but I know that's going to kind of happen. But if it goes to something like, uh, I'm Final probably going to might get yeah, like if it goes to that or Hades, which is like a mobile game or a Switch game or whatever the hell it is. Yeah, um, I'm not even. All oh, right, PC game. I know a lot of people have said it's great, but you know I've not played it, so I'm not going to give an opinion on it. But if it goes to something like that, then no way. I'm sorry, but these critics need to be looked at. <laughs> I, I do think it'll be Last of Us too, and I hope it is. Before we move on, Fipsy, I want to ask you because obviously at the Game Awards, it's become like a obviously an award show, but they also do reveals and trailers and stuff. Your top three predictions for the show? Right, uh, Harry Potter gameplay. Gameplay, okay. Yeah. Um, like extensive, like, like, what? Yeah, I think it's going to be like trailer, but then gameplay. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Like a little bit more insight yeah. and then gameplay. Okay. Um, I don't know if I really have three. I, I've got two definites that I think will happen, and it will be another God of War trailer. Okay. But, but a little bit longer. footage. <laughs> yeah, with footage, yeah. That's yeah. what I mean. Like, So a little bit of a longer one. Okay. But then, like, so they're the two that I kind of definitely think, but then with the God of War one, I'm kind of like, it's really soon to bring out another one, just from what we saw. So with what we saw with the reveal trailer, it was just Kratos talking yeah. and done. We've got to think, mate, if it's but coming out in 2021, they've got to start getting a move that's on. What, that's what I'm saying. But if I reckon, like we said, we predict it's going to be late 2021. We're talking, like, holidays. Yeah, definitely. 2021. So, like, they could start building that now, and I hope they do. And the difference why I definitely think we're going to get something from Harry Potter is because from what we saw, there did look like it was some sort of gameplay there. So yeah. I'm hoping that they're going to dive into that a bit more and get everyone hyped up for that, because I do think that's going to be quite, not an early release, but like a mid-2021 release. Yeah, I I hope you're right with God of War, I tell you that. But Yeah, man, I'm, oh, I want to yeah. see more of that, man. My predictions, I've also predicted Harry Potter gameplay. I don't know in what format, but just I think there'll be something from Harry Potter and it has to be gameplay. I don't want another trailer. Um, I've also predicted that we're going to see the new Uncharted game. Um, another one? Yeah, I've got a feeling they're going to go back to it. But it's not going to be Naughty Dog. I think it's going to be someone else. Um, we, we know that Tom Holland's there and I'm pretty sure that's guaranteed that they're going to show a trailer for the Uncharted film. Yeah, I was going to say, you sure he's probably not there just to promote the film? Oh, 100%. But I, my, my little prediction, my sneaky prediction is that there's also going to be like, a, oh, 
and here's the next game, blah, 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 whatever. Um, it could even be a prequel. Anyway, um, my last prediction is Horizon, uh, I've already Horizon Zero Dawn. I meant Horizon Forbidden West, Forbidden West gameplay. Forbidden. Forbidden, Forbidden West <laughs> gameplay. Um, because I predict that to come out about September. I guess it's, they still got a lot of time, but oh, I... That's a late launch. You're predicting that to come out at the same sort of time as God of War? God of War will be in November. Whoa, nah, man. There's no way they're putting their two heavy, like two of the heavy hitters out two months apart. Like Last of Us 2 in June and Ghost of Tsushima in July. Ghost of Tsushima didn't have, it. like I said, it was a brand new... Doesn't matter, man. It's sold nah, man. the fastest no, no, seller no, 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 yeah, I know, but it, yeah, of course it was. But that was a brand new one. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, they could risk that yeah, with them two. It's still a massive, yeah, got... it's still a massive studio. It's like a punch to the infamous studio. I know, but what I'm saying is, like, they had that risk that not as many people was going to buy Ghost of Tsushima because of The Last of Us 2. Like, not a lot of people can afford to get both in that sort of space of time. Do you know what I'm saying? And where games have now gone up to a base price of £70, they're going to get a lot less of that. I, I mean, I get where you're coming from, but my opinion is that I just don't see them releasing them like that back to back. I think you'd be surprised because they've got a lot of games to push next year, and they've already said that Horizon's second half of the year, um, which obviously could mean July, August as well. But yeah, but there's a lot of games to push, but they're not all first party titles. They are Ratchet and Clank, Returnal, Gran Turismo. But, no, but right, Ratchet and Clank has already been gameplay. Oh yeah, yeah, but we were talking about. I'm talking about the calendar year for next year. What release dates, not trailers and stuff. I think yeah, I know, but I'm saying be like, like February. Yeah, exactly. So that's going to be like early. But then return or so maybe April, and then I guess I guess you could see Horizon in July, but and I guess Ghost sold well in July, so they'd think why not again? But it's been a different kind of year because of whatever. Yes, I've got you thinking, man. I still think we might see some gameplay. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I'm not saying we won't. Uh, I completely forgot about that, to be honest with you. But that's probably because I haven't played the first one. So, Which I'm going to do at some point now that it's on PlayStation. Yeah, now. I was going to say you can now. <laughs> yeah. So before we move on to what we've been playing, let me tell you about our sponsor. This week we are sponsored by JB Auto Repairs. If you're in the UK and live within Kent, then you should be using JB Auto Repairs for all of your vehicle needs. Whether you need your vehicle serviced, repaired, or even an MOT, JB Auto Repairs are the best in the business. I Every year I get my car serviced and or any repairs need doing by JB Auto Repairs. So does my girlfriend, so does my brother, so do my parents, basically all my family do. Um, and we've always been extremely satisfied with the service. So if you are looking for a fully qualified, fully insured, trustworthy, and reliable mobile mechanic, then get in touch with JB Auto Repairs. Just search for JB Auto Repairs on Facebook or use the link in the description of this podcast. So, Fipsy, it's finally time. It's, I mean, just think about so the first episode of this podcast. We were probably talking about what's the PS5 going to be like. What, we mm-hmm. didn't even know what games were coming. We've now played four, a, a few PS5 games. Um, where should we start? I, 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 it's... Just, this is so much to talk about. Where should we start? Um, I, I, well, I actually haven't played as many PS5 games as you. No. Uh, if, we, if we put it into retrospect, I've stuck with the big hitters. I've yeah. only played Mars Morales and Demon's Souls. 
because I'm not. Yeah, I was gonna say I'm not interested in bug snacks. I know you have been and you've probably really enjoyed it, but um, yeah, I think we should start with Demon Souls. I am loving it. I am really. I am free boss. Well, I've I've taken down three bosses. Um, I've got as far as I can in World One without because to progress further, I have to kill an arch demon, and I don't know what that is yet. So, um, okay. so that's that's what I was going to get onto as well. Like I'm really loving it, but um, yeah, I don't know where you have to go. Yeah, it's it's not. Um, it's, it's it's not obvious. I'm, yeah, I kind of like a bit of direction in the games I'm playing. Yeah, there's no like hint to be like go to because the, there's like five worlds, um, and there's like no hint to be like oh to progress further go here to get to beat this guy to then be able to go there to go further and like do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah. kind of you're battling your way through everywhere, getting your ass kicked, and picking like trying to find good weapons that are hidden away that you don't know where they are unless you like look it up on the internet and stuff like that so i'm enjoying it in that way because i'm trying to find my feet on like by myself but in terms of like the gameplay itself i I really enjoy it um, i like that challenge as much as i get pissed off of it um it kind of you kind of get patient it, it's helping me with my patience because you can't just run in there swinging because if you get surrounded by three or four enemies you're done yeah uh like you've probably learned yourself playing more of this one than you did bloodborne but um yeah so i'm really enjoying it myself honestly how about you yeah i'm enjoying it how just out of interest have you seen how many hours you're in uh i'm only six and a half hours in is, is that from the when you go on your profile on playstation uh when i click save oh, when i press save. save game okay yeah i've not checked my game. I don't think I've checked my save. You know when play with PS5 now shows you how long you played every game. Um, yeah. Mine says four for Demon's Souls. Um, but, yeah, I, I'm, I'm really enjoying it. And obviously, we've said it before on here, I'm not into the Souls games. I haven't been mm. before anyway. Um, I've played more hours on Bloodborne, but I already can tell. For some reason, I'm enjoying this one more. And you said last night when we were talking about this, is it because of the PS5? It might be. It might just yeah. be the the hype I am feeling these last two weeks of having a PS5. Um, but I am genuinely enjoying it much more than I was expecting to. I've only beaten one boss, so I'm way behind you. And yeah. obviously, I'm not used to these games, and I'm not as good at these games, or games in general, but it it's taken me longer to do things. Wait, have you just admitted that I'm the better gamer? At these kind of games. Oh no! no, no. I, I'd, I'd Everyone heard it. Everyone heard it. I'd beat your ass on God of War if there was such a thing. Nah. Um, but no, I, I am enjoying it, and it's the first time that I've. I actually feel like I want to carry on. Like with Bloodborne, I was. It was more of a dread, um, to play and carry. Not to play. It's a fun game to play. It's hard to put into words, but. I get what you mean. I didn't want to go and play because i knew it was going to be hard whereas this one even though it i'm finding it hard i want to carry on I, it's something about the gameplay i love the parry <laughs> i love the parry system yeah see um, i still haven't got that down yet i just uh, it's really hard to explain i think it's the setting because this is what i was going to get into like the setting of the world like the world looks nice i do like so yeah I mean, it does it looks amazing this is probably 
I mean, as good as Spider-Man looks, I think Demon's Souls probably does look even better. Um, yeah. And you, you know what? I think you might be right. When, when oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Did you just say Demon's Souls looks better than Spider-Man? I think it does, yeah. Oh, okay. Um, okay. The first time I saw the dragons on Demon's Souls, not the yeah. one that you see at the very beginning, but the ones where you're, it's actually in the gameplay, Oh, oh yeah! My God, man—the red like, and the blue one. Yeah, like I love shit like that anyway in films and games or whatever. And just think of how far games have come. Like when Skyrim came, I thought they were cool, but they are so much better now. And ah, oh, they—it's just insane. And it is crazy. Go on. The what? Like it's—it's it's how it gets introduced as well. Yeah. Because yeah. you're literally just toddling along on that bridge. Yeah, and all you hear is the like. I'm not going to do it, but like the dragon roar. Yeah, and you look up and you just see this big old dragon swooping down towards you, and the fire just goes right along, killing everything around it. Yeah. Oh mate, it's quality. I think I think you're right. I think it might be the setting and like the enemies and stuff. Um, the bosses look incredible. That first boss, even though it fucked me up in one hit, I said the tutorial boss. Oh. <laughs> um, it as soon as I walked in, I was like. Oh, this looks even better on TV than it does on the YouTube videos. Like, it looked fucking yeah, incredible. Yeah. Um, and he bit me one here, and I was like, oh, fuck. I knew it was a tutorial, but sorry, I knew I didn't have to go against him again. But Did you watch when I beat it? Yeah, I did, yeah. Because I, 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 kept, I kept putting in the comments, like, oh, yeah, you, you did, yeah. You fucking idiot. <laughs> Mate, did you see the jiggle? Yeah, like, when I was smacking it in the arse. Like, well, yeah. I'm not actually smacking it in the arse, guys. Like, I'm stabbing it in the arse. And, like, the cheeks that's of that, this thing. That, that sounds worse, man. You're stabbing it in the arse. I was just saying. <laughs> All right, I, I was gonna say I'm hitting it with my sword, but then that's even worse. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, right, I'm I'm hitting this boss, and like the cheeks on this boss, like the bum cheeks, are literally wobbling with every hit. It, it was like I couldn't believe it. I was looking at it like, what the fuck, man? Like they're literally each one just wobbling up and down. Oh, it's crazy. It isn't. It's incredible how amazing it looks, and yeah. The sense of scale is just amazing, and I, I want to carry on. I can't believe I want to carry on with Demon's Souls. Um, this was the one game I thought I'd probably play and give up, and obviously I have so far because I've not played much more than four hours, but um, it's definitely one I'm going to play again, um, and I want to play co-op with you at some point. Yeah, we're going to figure that out. We will do that. So if you're interested in Demon's Souls and actually want to see some co-op as well as single player, because this you can co-op to an extent, and make sure you do check us out on the stream on the part-time games on Twitch. But yeah, little cheeky plug there. But yeah, we're going to figure that out, man, because I think that could be good. Tedious yeah. sometimes, maybe. I don't know. We'll see how it goes. But uh, yeah, the co-op side of it, we, I hope it's good. Another cheeky plug. If you want to see my first 30 minutes with Demon Souls, check out our YouTube channel. Um, I've also got the first 30 minutes of me playing all the other PS5 games, um, Spider-Man, Snacks, and Astro's Playroom. Um the Demon Souls one in particular though is a fun watch because you get to see me die very quickly to the boss. <laughs> yeah. It's a painful watch. <laughs> um, before we move on to Spider-Man, I know that's the only other one you've played. Um, yeah. I do want to talk about the other two games I've played. I started Bugsnacks. Um, Bugsnacks is a game that we took the piss out of in our podcast when it was first announced because we was like, what the fuck is this? And... Obviously, it was recently, or I guess a few weeks back now, announced that it was going to be free on PS5, on PS Plus, for the first two months, so from November to January. Um, 
so it was a, I was never going to buy it. <laughs> like, I was never going to buy Pugs Next. So I was happy when it was free because I was like, you know what, let's try it. It is surprisingly fun. Um, I'm about three hours in, not much less than Demon Souls. Wow. And yeah, I am having a surprising amount of fun with it. It's it's basically a puzzle game. It's, it's, it's really hard to explain to people. You, you, you're in a world where your, your character is a Grumpus. A Grumpus is like a, I guess, a, uh, a race of things. I don't know. It's, I don't know even know what to call it. <laughs> like, instead of humans, they're called Grumpuses. Um, it's obviously a very a cartoony game, animated game. And you go to this island. I can't remember the name of the island off the top of my head. Because an adventurer is out there and, and other people and other grumpuses and they found bug snacks. And you're a reporter and you're going out there to talk about find out about bug snacks, whatever. Bug snacks are these half bug, half snack <laughs> things that you can find around this island. So for example, one of them is called a frider instead of a spider. It's basically <laughs> French fries and a spider mixed together. Um, another one is a strabby. I think it's called a strabby, which is a crab and a strawberry together. Um, stuff like that. You get the point. It's snacks and stuff mixed together. One was like a, was it a pina colada or a daiquiri. A, a, some, some sort of daiquiri and something else mixed together. Think of a, think of a edible thing and think of a bug and they'll mix it together. That's just crazy. And eat, all of these bugs could be caught. In different ways they all have things they like they don't like so you can throw sauce at things you get tomato sauce chocolate um hot sauce stuff like that and the hot sauce will attract one kind of in uh, bug snacks but not another i think you could describe it as pokemon e but it's not um it's basically a puzzle game you've got to figure out how to capture all of these bug snacks while also completing missions so one one grumpers might say oh can you go and find me a frider um, and whatever. So the overall story is you have to, this, all these people have kind of had a falling out and spread out and you've got to make them all friends again and bring them back into this middle snacksville, I think they call it. Um, but yeah, so far I'm only three hours in and I'm, I'm liking it. The story is nothing incredible and it, does, it doesn't look incredible like a Demon Souls or a Spider-Man, but it's fun. It's just like easy going fun. Just put it on and just like, forget about it you know like just relax mm. thing. um i'm definitely going to beat it once i've beaten other games i'm not prioritizing it by any means um are you going to be platinum in it <laughs> yeah i am i think i am oh. unless unless i get further in i'm like this is actually a slog you know um, yeah and i ended up not liking it but if it carries on the way it is yeah i think i will because i've looked at the trophies it doesn't look too hard um so i think i might um, but moving on to Astrobot, uh, Astro Astro's Playroom, even I love, and I mean I love Astro's Playroom, and I'm going <laughs> to give this a review score as well because you heard it, you heard it here first, Fipsy, and everyone else listening. Astro's Playroom is my first platinum on PS5. Oh really? Yep, I done it. I did, is, I did it last week. I was, I was so tempted to tell you, but I was like, you know what? I'm, <laughs> I'm going to keep it as a surprise for the podcast. Um, yeah, man, nice. Yeah, that, took five hours. That's it. Platinum five hours. Um, Jeez. Why is it so quick and easy? It's, not, it's, not a, it's a really short game. It's, it's meant to be 
a tech demo, I guess, kind of thing for the PlayStation 5 and the PlayStation 5 controller. Um, spe yeah, specifically the controller. And my God, does it show how fucking good this controller is. Um, it might have actually taken me four hours because after the Platinum, there's a few more additional trophies you can get for like speed running and stuff. Um, oh, yeah. I got them as well. I have 100% of the game. Um, so it might take me four for Platinum and five for 100%. Um, but it is an unbelievable showcase of just how incredible the dual sense is. The haptic feedback is my favorite thing, like the new vibrations through the controller. Um, it, it is genuinely mind blowing, I've found, especially on Astros and on other games. But Astros Playroom, like, really shows it off, like, purposefully shows it off. Yeah. Um, when I remember just before the PS5 came out, when reviewers were talking about the console and the game, whatever. They were talking about how you could literally feel the difference on your controller from walking on sand to walking on like metal. And I was mm. like, there is no way you can feel that in a controller, right? Mm. Like, there's just no way you can feel the difference. You really can. And I, I, I can't even explain how that works, but you can feel the difference. And it is mind blowing. Like you can, there's, a, there's one part of one level, it starts raining and you can feel the, t the raindrops all over the controller in different places. It is insane. Like, it's not just, oh, it's raining, we're going to vibrate the whole controller. Yeah. It makes it feel like it's, the rain is hitting your controller. It, it, I can't explain how incredible this controller is and how well this game shows it off. <laughs> um, the triggers... The triggers are also really good. The triggers are probably the things you'll notice more on other games at the moment, um, I think. Uh, and they do a good job of showing it off on here too. Um, the platforming, it's a platformer game, like a, I don't know, a Ratchet & Clank or something. Um, and it's really fun. It's really good. It's quite, the combat is simple. You've got one, you press square to punch, you hold square to do like a spinning punch. And yeah. then you can, if you jump and then dump, jump again, you have lasers come out your feet for a little bit. Um, that's it. That's how you kill things. But the en enemies have kind of have enough variety to like. You have to use different ways of getting rid of them. Um, yeah. But the game is short enough that the simple combat is fine. Like, and it's not meant to be a game to like be really deep or anything. So, what else do I have noted down here? I think that's basically it. it's such a short game, but it's so. It's perfect of what it wants to do. It wants to mm. show off the controller. It wants to. It wants to be fun. Oh wait, I've missed the, the whole main point of this. It is not only is it a showcase of the controller. It's also like a nostalgic trip of PlayStation. So throughout the four levels, and even in the PlayStation, like they call it PlayStation Labo, you're collecting artifacts and um, posters but the artifacts mm. are a cool thing so in each level each level is designated to a different generation so one is ps1 one's ps2 one's ps3 one's ps4 yeah and some of the artifacts you'll find are like the psp and the psp go um the eye toy from ps2 do you remember that wishy-washy yeah, the, the buzz controller do you remember the buzz controller yeah that was just for that one game wasn't it yeah the buzz game man I've completely forgot about that, and that just brought back so many memories when I saw that artifact. 
Um, obviously, it gives you the consoles and stuff and different controllers down the line, the slim consoles and stuff. Um, but my favorite things were there was little references to PlayStation games. Name a game from PlayStation, especially, and even some third parties, and they had a reference for it. I found Heavy Rain. I found Ghost of Tsushima, Last of Us, God of War. Um, I think God of War is one of the better ones. So is Last of Us, actually. There was The Last Guardian, I noticed. Even, um, what's that game where they just walk around different parcels? Death Stranding. Oh, yeah, yeah. There was Amazon. to that. Amazon delivery game, yeah. Um, there was just so many PlayStation references. Metal Gear Solid. And it was just so cool going around these map, uh, these worlds, finding them all. Um, and like there'd, there'd be games you forgot about and you'd be like, oh, shit, I remember that game. Um, like Resogun. <laughs> um, I don't think they had any of the new games. Ah, oh, Spider-Man. Yeah, Spider-Man was there. Um they had everything, literally. Killzone was there, Ratchet and Clank was there. It, name it, it was there. Although, I can't think if Uncharted was. It might have been. It must have been, I might not have seen it. Um, but yeah, Fipsy, I know you've not played it, but please play it. Like, <laughs> it, Even if you just play it just to see what a controller can do. Um, like each level, so there's four levels, and each level has four sections. And two of each of those sections is designed to show you a cool feature of the controller. So one of yeah. them you play as a frog and it uses the triggers and like you have to use the adapt uh, the adaptive triggers. Is that what it's called? Whatever it's called, yeah. triggers. To um, bounce like a frog and that's really cool. Then one of them you go into like a ball and use the touchpad to move it. The touchpad is so much better than it was on PS4 by the way. Um, and you wouldn't even know that without playing that. And then one of them you play as a monkey. Again, they use the, the um, triggers for that. And then, yeah, they focus a lot on the triggers of those things. Um, but it's, it's, an, it's an amazing experience. Um, and I'm going to give it a score. I'm giving it an 8.8. What? Oh, Jesus. Right. I, I, I'm not joking. I loved Astro. One thing I would... I've liked is for it to be a bit longer. Um, I know it wasn't supposed to be a massive thing, but I loved it. So I would have, I would have loved another level or two. Um, yeah. But yeah, it was just a blast from start to end. And there's not many games where I'm like, when I finish it, and I think, oh, I could really do more of that, you know? Yeah, yeah. And that is one of them. And it's. That's good though. It's made me so excited for what people, uh, companies are going to do with their games, with the controller. Well, you hope they take advantage of it. Yeah, I really don't think they will as much as Astros has because they've literally been told, look, go over the top of everything here. Um, but you never know. Maybe the first part is will. Maybe God of War, you'll feel the crunch of the snow. Oh man, I'm, I'm, I'm getting goosebumps thinking about it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 8.8 8 out of 10 for me for Astro. And I highly recommend, if you haven't got a PlayStation 5 yet, and when you do get one, if you do get one, play it. You won't you won't regret it. If you don't like it, fair enough, because it's maybe not everyone's taste. But if, you, if you're if you nostalgic for PlayStation, and it's installed on every single PS5, guys, it's free, so give it a go. That's my 
little not rant, I guess my review declaration of love to Astro's <laughs> Playroom. Yeah. Um, let's go to the main event, Mars Morales. I've been talking for a while, so I want to hear. We'll, we'll both discuss this game, but I want to hear your initial thoughts first. Ah, see, I was waiting for you to finish this game because I was literally blown away by it. Um, everything about this game I loved. Um, I don't want to say it, but it was kind of like a near perfect game. I I completely agree. Yeah, like it was near perfect, but I can't think of the only faults that I can say that I've had with it is with the issues I had personally. Well, I know some other people, but it crashed at certain points. It would just crash for me. I know that's not maybe it's not like the developers' faults. So I'm not going to weigh on it too much with that. I think it'd be a PS5 thing personally. Yeah, probably. Like I don't know. Like I've I've played a little bit here and there since because um, I'm slowly grinding out the platinum for it. But um, yeah, so I've not really had many issues with it since now. But you know, like I said, I've not played much. But yeah, in terms of like gameplay, story, like graphics, the way it looks, feels, it's just amazing. Like you can't take that away from it. Even if you don't like Spider Man, but you like fighting games and whatever, I reckon you'd love it. It's ah, oh, it's just so good. I just can't believe it. The graphic and viewed, and I was quite shocked when you said Demon Souls looks better than Mars Morales. I mean, I'm not. I'm not saying Mars Morales looks bad by any stretch. It's no, no, no. But like, but I don't think it is, man. Like you could literally see reflections in puddles, splashes when you walk over a puddle. Like when you're playing as Miles. No, but not like you do in Mars Morales because you've got to think of the colours that are used. Like, yeah, Demon Souls is a dark... No, 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 come on now, she. Demon Souls does not look as good as Mars No way. It does not look as good as it. I, I don't know. I think it does. Nah, no way. But anyway, this is Mars Morales' review. Um... We're not doing spoilers, I'm guessing, for this one because it's still early days. And uh, yeah, a lot of people haven't got a PS5. I know it's out on PS4, but if people are waiting, yeah, yeah. So, but um, yeah, the story. I actually felt so sorry for him at the end. I'm just gonna say that, mate, mate. I I was emotional. Like I didn't cry, yeah. but I was emotional. I was a bit like, whoa. And I was not <laughs> expecting it to hit me like that. No, no, I, I didn't expect it to go that direction either. No, no. I was a bit like, whoa, but then you kind of got brought back up when, you know, it sets up for the next game. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, you know what bit I'm on about when... Yeah. Is that a spoiler? That's a cutscene after the game. So it's not really a spoiler. In the credits. No, no, not that one. The bit before that. When you were swinging around. Oh, I, I wouldn't call that a spoiler, no. Oh, right. So when you're swinging around, I know that, that cutscene, I'm not going to mention that, like talk about that at all. Yeah. Um, well, you can't. Uh, no, no, never mind. Um, but yeah, when you're swinging around with Spider Man, um, because the story's set up that Spider Man's leaving town for a couple of weeks. So now you're the only Spider Man in um, New York. So you're the one that's taken on all the jobs of Spider Man, etc. And then at the end of the game, like he comes back, you have like comments, and you're literally just watching it like a kind of cutscene of them swinging around together, and you're like, "Oh, mate, that's so good." Yeah. And the soundtrack for the game, by the way, right? By Jaden Smith. Is my thing. This is my thing. 
I think this might be my favourite soundtrack to any game ever. Uh, What's better than this? I'm trying to think of... I can't think of any soundtracks off the top of my head, to be fair. Not including games where they only have music, like FIFA Street and stuff and FIFA. In terms of a game that isn't a sports game, I can't think of anything that comes close. Yeah, I mean, I can't think at the top of my head. But yeah, no, like that song, I think it's Get Ready by Jaden Smith. Yeah. I'm ready, that's it. But there's another I'm song. Ready. Man, I, I'm going to send you after this because um, I had to fucking search it because <laughs> after the game, again, no spoilers, but there's like a there's like a cutscene where he's like happy and he's like dancing in the streets. Oh my God, that song just got me like feeling like pumped. Like, oh, it's Yeah, send that, send that, send that because oh. I can't, I'm trying to remember back to that. Because there's so much in this game. It's like... So the first introduction you really get of Mars Morales is in the first Spider-Man game, isn't it? Yes, of course, yeah. yeah. And then you had... I know they're not really tied, but then you had the release of uh, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Yeah, 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 the film's not tied at all, no. But... No, it's not tied, but then that's when you've got more Mars Morales backstory. and Well, like more of Mars Morales, didn't you? Yeah, he's been a comic book character for ages, though, right? I know, but I didn't read the comics. All oh, right, yeah. So this, yeah, is neither, like, neither, yeah. this is where I'm coming from. So that's how I know of Miles Morales. Like, I never read the comics. I got introduced to him by in Spider Man, and then obviously, so and I think they stick to it because in the Spider Verse film, yeah, it's very music based. No, oh, music, music based. Yes, yes, music. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. So like, and that's what I like about the game as well. Like, it's very music based. Like, there's he little. Loves music, yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So they've captured that really well. Like they've captured the character of Miles Morales in this game because this is the first game you're playing as Miles Morales. Yeah. So they're building his character. Like this is because you you don't even really see him in Spider-Man, like the first one, a lot. Not a lot. From no, what I can remember, he's in it. He's in it a fair chunk, like in cutscenes. Yeah, yeah. Stuff. But you're not getting like loads of his life. You get the obviously in the first one, you see his father. Yeah. Die and stuff like that. You yeah. get that, then as a character in himself and like his little characteristics, his quirks and yeah, things like yeah. that, you dive more. And they've captured that for me really well. Yeah. And like his characteristics of the way he is, like family, young boy, um, loves his music and family and friends and very like family friend orientated. Yeah. And now I know that. So I'm not saying there's another one, but I think pretty much everyone knows that there's going to be a follow up to Spider Man. Like, like, so this isn't a follow up to Spider Man, in my opinion. This is just like a side story, and then this follow-up to Spider-Man is coming. Yeah, and I think Miles Morales is going to have more of an impact in that game than that. And I want, like, I want a minute, but I think he's going to be in it more, and I'm not going to complain about it. Yeah, I, I, I want both of them to be a major part. Yeah, I don't, I don't care how they do it, but I want them both mm-hmm. to be major. Um, yeah, exactly. No, I echo everything you say especially the soundtrack that's the main point i put down here is that it is amazing yeah um and it's added to the experience so much yeah so this is something i wanted to get into because i feel like this is going to happen in the next spider-man but co-op fighting so not actual co-op like me and you in the game but like tag teams because in the game you fight with the prowler um yeah you fight with the prowler yeah and you kind of do a few tag team moves, and I can't remember if that's even in the first one at all. Um, I don't think so, because if it is, I don't remember. It might, yeah, see, maybe that's... you do with Catwoman. Is that her name? 
Yeah, there is. Um, yeah, is it Catwoman? Black Cat. Black Cat, that's the one. Black Cat. Yeah, so I, I can't remember because I know she was in DLC, but I can't remember. Was she in the main story? I, I think she was because there's like there's something to do with trophies with her. Yeah. So yeah, so I don't, I can't remember if you do, but the co-op, like the move set with it, was really nice. So I'm hoping yeah. that's more implemented into it. Like if they've just introduced that, they've done a cracking job at that. Yeah, um, uh, that was sick. But speaking on that, combat is the same as Spider-Man, but better. I don't think they could do that. That's exactly what I've put. I've put yeah. it's even better than the 2018 game. Yeah, like so. Don't get me wrong. I know when we talk about game of the year, I said um, like you've played that. But that's because you've played Spider-Man and, you know, the general gist of the combat is done. Ghost has its own entire, like, entire combat. But that's that anyway. That's why I mentioned that. Um, but they've elevated it even more. And he, he felt different to how you would fight in Spider-Man. The Venom attacks, all of the different Venom attacks you have are so good. Yeah. And oh, I genuinely... Look so good genuinely genuinely think i would struggle to go back to normal spider-man because i love using the venom attacks yeah that was such like a get out of jail free card as well weren't they yeah at times yeah and it yeah it, it made sense with some of the like enemies as well like oh you have to use this attack first before you're there like you're able to hit them um mm. yeah man i i think they've just made it even better one thing i would say i don't know if you noticed this i don't know if it's just some shit but i i think it's just a thing i found that the the underground the people that or some of the people you go against yeah they don't give you they give you a very short window to dodge their shooting um very short like sometimes i don't know i didn't, I didn't really struggle there, then i was shot i was like jesus give me a second i don't know i didn't really struggle with that but then you you might have had multiple enemies yeah yeah probably but it's just it felt the window was short but then you got to think we was playing on the not the hardest, hardest yeah, one. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. like that could be why, maybe. Like maybe. I know I I didn't even test myself on the first Spider Man. Like I just played it on like normal difficulty, the one just above the easiest. Right, yeah. Um, just to play it. Do you know what I mean? I didn't want to test myself because I never played that sort of game before. So with this one I went harder just to see. But yeah, no, so maybe that's why. Yeah, potentially. Like your yeah. reaction time had to obviously be quicker. Um, but yeah, like the story, it's so hard not to talk about the story, in my opinion, and give a review in it because there's like so much that happens in it that it's hard not to talk about. So yeah, if you I could mean, do a better job than me, do take over. The story, the story is amazing. Obviously, you're playing as Miles, and the Miles's mum is running for mayor, I guess, or I don't yeah, know, whatever they do over there. Um, that's not even that important. But the Tinkerer is around a tinker is an enemy who is trying to take down Roxxon. so it's basically a fight between underground and Roxxon. you're kind of in the middle of both you're trying to take down the tinkerer but then you realize why the tinkerer is doing it and then you kind of want to take down Roxxon, but you want to stop the tinkerer from blowing up the city because the way the tinkerer wants to do it is going to blow up the city that's the main gist of it obviously there's yeah. a lot within that um a lot more well i say a lot more it's a short game so there's not a lot more, but there are some big moments in this game, um, big twists—not twists, but big reveals. Um, yeah. And it, it's it's amazing. I mean, I, I saw a lot of them coming, 
but it was still good. Like when it happened, I was like, ah, oh, that's sick. Um, and yeah, it's just, it's so good, but so short. And yeah, that's my only, I think the shortness helps because it felt like a, an action packed, like none of it was a dull moment. It was all great, mm. but it just, it, in my opinion, for 50 pounds, it needed to be at least two hours longer. Yeah, I mean, if you're sticking that sort of... Like, if we're looking at it in terms of price... Yeah. Um, I mean, I was quite amazed with what we got anyway because of, like I said, the, how it looked and stuff. Yeah, don't But it, you have to... It does have to be a little bit longer. Yeah, you are right now. I can't disagree. That's my only kind of, like, beef with it in a way. Well, their argument will be that there's a lot of content still. And there is. Like, I am... I wrote down here somewhere. No, I didn't. I only played this morning. Um, I'm 11 hours in game time, um, grinding out the platinum. I think I, then... had, I think I had the story done in. I did write it down somewhere. Yeah, so I had the story done by about seven hours, but yeah, I had done right. a lot of photo mode and a lot of side, not a lot of side stuff. But I've done a fair amount of side stuff, um, at least two hours. So I reckon it took me five, but. I genuinely think if you just smashed out a story, you could do it between three and four. Yeah, if you skip cutscenes and stuff, yeah. Especially if you skip skip, uh, skip cutscenes, you could definitely do it in three. Which yeah, I know because to get the platinum, you're gonna it's gonna be about I reckon eighteen hours, maybe maybe less, maybe sixteen. Um, which for fifty quid isn't bad, but it's not. But you, you say that they'd say that there's content there. You paid £50 for the original Spider-Man. And yeah. you had a full-length yeah. story. But I think they're like, and, there would be that games have gone up now, but that's a bullshit. Yeah, know. but yeah. But well, they released it on PS4 as well, so... Yeah. <laughs> Do you know yeah. what I mean? So I like, it would... on PS4 is a robbery. <laughs> yeah. So, But then it would be a robbery to charge more than the PS5 than it would the PS4 because it's not completely been purely optimised no. for the PS5. No, cool. So, I mean, they had to make it for both consoles. I think if they wanted to do the £50 price point, it should have been, say, a six-hour game story, like, even with skipping cutscenes, so probably, like, eight in total, like, normal playthroughs. Yeah. And then it's act- then they added content. So, like, to Platinum, maybe it takes you 25 hours or something. Yeah, like, I mean, like, look, like at, 50. look at Hellblade. Hellblade, literally no content after the eight-hour story, but they charged like 50 quid for it, I think, when it came out, wasn't it? Like 35? Actually, no, they charged I like 35. Was, I think it was less, yeah. And that's that's what I mean. I think. But yeah, like look at that. They charged like £35 for that game. And that was, a, I think for me, an eight-hour or maybe seven hours? Yeah, yeah, it was about seven, eight hours, yeah. That's, that's more like it. If you're going to do something like that, I say 40 quid. Now, yeah. now in today's world, 40 quid. Yeah. Um, but... Again, it's just the way it is. You can't give it too much of a downgrade for that. No, no. Like other than that, it's an amazing game. I did. Um, I wanted to point out graphically. Um, I'm not again. Again, an amazing looking game. But I tried the game in both fidelity mode and performance mode. I don't know if you did. Um, no, I didn't. Because obviously, I don't have 4K. I've got the one where you can do the ray tracing and stuff like that. I know that's not on both, is it? That's fidelity. That's just 4K. So no, I was on the other one then. Performance, 60 FPS. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. 
yeah, so I started on Fidelity, the 4K and ray tracing mode at 30 frames. And initially it looked great. Like the ray tracing is really impressive. Um, and it, believe it or not, it is noticeable when it's off. Like mainly the buildings, they mm. go from being reflective and like seeing a lot of cool shit to being a bit boring when ray tracing's off. Not the end of the world at all. Like, I've, I'm going to get into it. I prefer performance mode, so I'm happy to lose the ray tracing for that. Um, one thing I was noticing when I was swinging around in fidelity mode, especially when it was snowing, if I looked up to the sky mm. at the snow, it just looked really weird. Like, I could see... It's like I could see the frames. <laughs> like, really? I can't explain it, but it looked bad and I thought it was my telly so I looked at my telly settings and it didn't change much right I don't know if this is a me thing or if it's happened to everyone when I, I then changed to performance mode and it went completely vanished it, it I don't know if it's just so much smoother in 60 frames per second that I didn't even notice it once um, mm. and it is a much better experience anyway in performance mode swinging around is noticeably better in performance mode um i think a game like spider-man is made for that for the more frames um as nice as the 4k ray tracing looks and it does look great and maybe that's why i'm saying demon Souls is better because i'm using it in that 4k ray tracing mode yeah um, and not the 60 frames mode um but it spider-man just performs and i think because of that issue that I had with the uh, fidelity mode, I actually think it looks better in 60 frames because the smoothness does apply to graphics, I think. When something looks smoother, like in motion, it's going to look prettier to look at, you know? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, surprisingly, I I actually found the game to look better in the less uh, fidelity mode, I guess. Um, no, that's... I think... Like when it does come down to frames and stuff, like you said, I do think that has a factor in it anyway. Yeah, and I think frames are going to be a bigger thing for me now. This game has proved to me that games look better in frames rather than having, like we said at the top of the show, 4K isn't a massive, massive difference. Not that I can tell anyway from normal HD. Um, So... Yeah, I think once and if they get like a 14, what did you call it, 1440p? Yeah. With 60 frames per second, I think that'd be like the, the sweet point. Like not quite well, 4K. Aren't they, aren't they pushing for 4K 60 frames? Because I think the console can support it. Yeah. Am I wrong saying that? It probably can. It's probably just maybe be 4K but not ray tracing. Yeah, because aren't there like... Because I know we're going off topic here, but like I think the specs you'd need is like a HDMI 2.1 port on the back of your Telling monitor you. or TV Isn't and they're that, not even out yet. It, no, I think I think that's the one that you need for 120 FPS. I might uh, be wrong. I yeah. Is, I'm not too sure because I think it, that is the 4K60 and then you need the HDMI 2.1. But I'm not 100% sure on that. So Our leads are HDMI 2.1 anyway from the PlayStation yeah, 5. Your port won't be. So your TV won't I support 2.1. No, it won't, mate. They've literally it's like one thousand or pounds for their TV out. That's just not long come out. They're not accessible, man. Then it's not it's not for the four K thing then because mine is four K. No, but no, but to run the four K at sixty. 
Because you can do 4K at 30, right? Right. Yeah, real 4K, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I'm getting at? Like, you have to have a 2.1 thing. And when I looked online, they've only got, like, massive TVs that cost, like, near enough two grand oh, at the moment. It's not worth it for me. So then, yeah, so when they're more accessible, like, because I don't think there's actually any monitors with a 2.1 um, HDMI port right. at the moment. So, yeah. But anyway, back to the review. <laughs> what? <laughs> Going a bit off topic there. How, just before we go into review score, how close are you to Platinum? Oh, I'm still quite a way off. Um, yeah, I'm still quite a way off the Platinum, to be honest. I've easily got a new, like another three, four hours to do. How about yourself? I mean, I mean, the new, new, new game plus mode is going to be about three hours on its own. Oh yeah, like I'm on about side mission stuff as well. Yeah, oh, so okay, I'm yeah. probably like six yeah. hours left to go. Then, like I said, I'm just going to slowly grind it out. I don't want to burn it out because then I won't want to play it again for ages. Do you know what I mean? So I'm just going to play it when I've got like the odd hour here or there. Yeah, that's fair enough. Um... I'm I'm currently smashing it out, and I'm close. I still got to do new game plus, but in terms of doing everything before that, so got I was going to ask—is that how you're doing it? Yeah, it's the the best way to do it. I think is to 100% the game, and then do new game plus. Um, and I am 92% done. Oh um, damn! Yeah, I haven't got much left at all. <laughs> oh so, right. Oh. I think yeah, I'm like seventy nine, eighty percent. Yeah, by the next time, by the next podcast, I'll have the Miles Morales Platinum for sure. Damn. And yeah, I don't see why anything would stop me. I mean, Cyberpunk is coming out, but I'm unless Cyberpunk blows your tops off, I'm expecting to have the Platinum for it anyway. Um, oh, oh yeah, it's like another eight days, isn't it? So. Yeah. So we both love this game. Immense game. Have you have you got a rating for it? I do, yes. Do you want to go first? Yeah, I don't mind. Um, I'm going to give it an absolute solid 9.4. Okay. Okay, so looking at your list here of your reviews, it goes second. Yep. It goes 0.1 above um, Ghost. Yeah. And that's mainly the story that carries that. Helps that yeah. If Ghost had a better story, then, mate, that would have, that would have pushed a lot higher. Oh, but, yeah, um, it would have done it for me as well. It's like the story and the gameplay itself in Spider-Man is so good, but the only thing that laid it down was the length. But, you know, I can't judge it too much from that. Like, I wasn't expecting a full feature-length game, but I was expecting a little bit more. A little than, bit more, yeah, agree. Six hours. Especially with the, a lot of the comparisons to Lost Legacy. Mm. Lost Legacy, I think, was cheaper and longer. So, yeah. again, it doesn't have all the extra stuff you can do at the end, like you can in Spider Man, I guess, but still. It's, I agree with you fully that, as amazing as it is, in the back of your mind, it's like that was a little bit too short. Yeah, I was a bit taken back when it popped up on my screen saying you're about to enter the last mission. Yeah. I was, I was just like, oh, okay. <laughs> I guess that, yeah. just to throw it back again quickly, it was sick when before, you're going towards that mission and you don't even realize it's the last one, but then the prowler stops you. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> sick moment. What a game! Oh, yeah, uh, that's also <laughs> before we go into it as well. There wasn't that many 
well, especially compared to 2018, like boss battles. Oh, no, there wasn't. No, but only again, had, that's also what? due to the shortness of the game. Three, Tinker, isn't it? Prowler and Rhino. Yeah. Yeah, like three different bosses, but there was multiple times. Four fights. Yeah. 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 But yeah, it was even, they were all fun fights. So I can't complain. Um, my review score, so you went to 9.4. I've gone Did... with 9.3. Oh, okay. Um, which on my list puts it third. Again, above goes to Toshima in fourth. Um, also, Astro's Playroom goes fifth with the same score as uh, Ghost, but I've put it below because Ghost is would top it just. Um, so yeah, just to quickly go through the list. So your list goes number one, Hellblade, ten out of ten. Yeah. Number two, Mars Morales, nine point four out of ten. Third, Ghost of Tsushima, nine point three. Bloodborne, fourth at nine point one. Detroit, fifth. 8.9, Final Fantasy 7, 6 at 8, oh, man, Infamous Second Son, Beyond Two Souls, and then Last of Us Part 2, there's no point doing the scores. Um, yep, sounds about right. Mine goes Last of Us Part 2 and Hellblade Second on the same score, but I've put Last of Us Part 2 above it because, you know. <laughs> um, third for me is Spider-Man Mars Morales, 0.3 less than those two games. Then Ghost of Tsushima, then Astro's Playroom, then A Plague Tale, then Journey to the Savage Planet. Oh, I forgot about a game. Okay, I almost told you my review score for another game before actually talking about it. And then, <laughs> oh, well, there we go. I might as well tell you now. Tell me why. I talked about it in the last podcast. I basically gave my review last time just about a score. Um, it ended really well. I was really happy with how it ended. Um, as a score, I'm giving it 7.6, though, because um. Um, the story is the only thing that holds that game up because the gameplay isn't fun. Um, the graphics aren't the best. The audio is quite good, actually, in parts. But And the replayability, I, I've beaten it now. And it's such a immense story that no matter which way you twist it, it's always going to be very similar ending. Like... Oh, is it supposed to have like multiple endings? And you have multiple, you have decisions you can make, but basically the ending is what what side of the story do you believe? Rather than rather than changing the ending, it's basically what side do you believe? You know? Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's like a okay. Well, I know what the two versions are. I don't need to actually find out what happens. So yeah, seven point six. It's I would recommend it to everyone who likes a good story, but. Other than that, I wouldn't play it again. So, and then last place was Eleven Eleven Memories You Told, which I wouldn't recommend to anyone, <laughs> unless you want to platinum a game very quickly. Okay, man, Mars Morales, what a game! Um, yeah, definitely. I'm definitely looking forward to the new game plus to play through it again. Are you going to skip all the cutscenes and stuff like that, though? I don't think I will because it's that good. Oh, yeah. I'm happy. Enough. I know I want the platinum, but. It's not long enough, like, it's not really long to think, fucking hell, let's get through this. It's short enough to be like, I'll sit through this. Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, yeah, what a game. And what a start to PlayStation 5. Cyberpunk next. Um, we're probably yes. not going to have not going to be able to review that very quickly. No, that is, that's such a big that's, game. 
apparently there's a developer that's playing it on like the hardest mode and has put like a hundred and seventy odd hours into it or something. Yeah, I saw that as well. Um, beat it. It's long. <laughs> Imagine putting a hundred and seventy odd hours into it and still not having completed the game. Yeah, I mean, he did come out and say that he's playing very slowly and doing everything and everything possible, but still. That's crazy, man. I think, basically, don't expect a review from us anytime soon because it's not a game either of us, I guess, want to rush if we are going to complete it. Um, yeah. You never know, we might not even like it. <laughs> if it's like The Witcher 3, you're never going to get a review. Or you will, and it will not be good. <laughs> um, okay, so moving on to the listeners' questions. Last week, um, where is it? Omega Gorilla asked us a great question. Do you think the popularity of gaming will continue to grow, or do you think we're approaching its peak? Um, now, I'm just going to check my phone in case, because we put it out on Twitter to see if, like whoever, anyone who wants to reply and give their answer. I was going to check if we've got any new ones come in since I last checked. I'm on the wrong Twitter account. There's so many Twitter accounts. Nope. A lot of likes and retweets, but no mentions. Okay, so only one response this week, and it's from a Mecha Gorilla who's answered his own question. And well, it's kind of one response, but it's from two people, because two people, a Mecha Gorilla and the game bay on twitter we're having a conversation on our tweet like replying to our tweet and they were saying that where, where is it yeah that gaming is becoming more popular among females now and other minorities i get <laughs> females are minorities but you know what i mean and minorities um and that's something i didn't really think about last time was that maybe it's going to continue to grow in those kind of, like, in, for females and stuff. So, and I think what they were trying to say is that video games are doing a massive job at making that happen. For example, Horizon Zero Dawn, female protagonist, Last of Us Part Two, two female protagonists now. Um, Miles Morales is Puerto Rican. Is that right, Puerto Rican? Yeah. There's a lot of, I can't remember what the word now is, Ex- uh, diversity, diversity, exposure, exposure, representation of different people from different backgrounds and different whatever, and I think they make a strong point in that it is making the popularity of gaming is spreading it rather than back in the day it was very much I guess male dominated and it had like a a nerd kind of geeky what's the word stigma to it, and that is very much changing, isn't it? Yeah, of course it is. And yeah, I think I think they've got a good point that it's going to continue to grow. And with Horizon having a sequel, I mean, Last of Us Part Two might not, but there's a, there's a lot of games out there with female representation. Look, Gears Five, Gears Five was one of the what? Well, Gears One was one of the most menly games ever, you'd probably say. Hmm. And now the cover star and the main protagonist is female, so. It's showing the change and the way video games are going, I think. And it's all good news. We also obviously answered what the best year in gaming was. And Omega Gorilla did say, he didn't give a specific year, but he said for him it's the early 2010s um, with games such as Mass Effect 2, Last of Us, Bioshock Infinite, Black Ops 2, and Borderlands 2, he named in particular. Which... 
we mentioned 2013 was good with Last of Us, didn't we? Um, yeah. And I think I had 2009 as one of my favourites, which I guess is almost early 2010s. But thank you, Omega Gorilla, for your contribution and obviously Game Bay. This week, we have a question from Andy. Andy's question is, if you could bring over one Xbox exclusive to PlayStation, what would it be and why? Easy one for me. Is it easy for you? Yeah, of course it is. Gears of War. Do you want to go first? Gears of War? No. No. Oh, Halo for you. No, Hellblade. Uh, okay. Shit. Shit. Yeah. I do. They've made that. they've made the sequel the Xbox sequel. exclusive. You're right. You're, I didn't let even cross my mind. Yep. Damn. So that's like because like don't get me wrong. I knew you was gonna say Gears of War, right? And this is what I was gonna say, right? I know this sounds really weird, but I like the nostalgic feeling of like Gears of War and Halo being on Xbox. Yeah, I get yeah. that. I get that. Yeah, I, I like that. Like when I think of Gears and Halo, I think of 360 course, and the yeah. 360 days and. Staying up late, like with you lot from school, like getting home from school, playing Gears, playing Halo all together, like just chatting a lot of shit to each other and stuff like that. Do you know what I mean? It takes me back to them days. So I like that they're on the Xbox. It can't, it's kind of got like a little piece of you, like a little piece of me. And I like that it's over there. But now that I'm playing like more games and Hellblade has gripped me so much and now they've made it exclusive to Xbox, it's kind of like I want that on PlayStation. Yeah, no, that's a very solid choice, and I completely forgot that I was even yeah. an option. So, um, yeah, so it's easy for me to answer, because obviously with Hellblade probably being my favourite game. Um, so, yeah, Hellblade, I want it back on PlayStation. It's not going to happen, so I'm going to have to keep my Xbox around or buy a new Xbox to play it. Yeah, that's a, that's a great pick. Um, I've obviously gone Gears of War, and I stick by yeah. that even, even though I've just realised Hellblade. And obviously, I love Gears of War, but my main reason is that, as as amazing as Sony exclusives are, they don't really have the impressive multiplayer side of things. Um, I've, I'm a massive fan of the Last of Us multiplayer. Don't get me wrong, and I do like Uncharted multiplayer as well. But they did not, and have I doubt will ever reach the heights that Gears and Halo do or did. Um, and I just think again, those I, I mean, Halo was a close second for me because because of the multiplayer side. I'm not even massively into Halo, but I think if if I could take a game from Xbox to PlayStation, it'd be one of those mainly for their multiplayer. Um, mm. Because I yeah, think no, most of the multiplayer games we play on our Playstations are third parties. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, they are. Full Guys, I know is is not on Xbox yet, but it will be. Um, so yeah, I would take Gears, if not Halo, mainly for their multiplayer. I love the Gears story, but Sony has so many story-based games that we don't need more. Yeah, well, I mean, we always need more, but you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, no, I get where you're coming from. I would take the multiplayer side of it. So yeah, thank you for the question, Andy. Uh, easy one this week, but um, still a good one to ask. Um, obviously, if you want to answer that question, we will discuss it on our podcast in... I think we're here two weeks' time, aren't we? There's nothing. There's no delay this time. Yeah, um, no, we should be here. Yeah, it's two weeks' time, which will be our last one of the year, actually. Um, so, yeah, if you want to tell us which game you would take from Xbox to PlayStation, or even switch it around if you're an Xbox gamer, 
which, what game would you take from PlayStation? I would recommend God of War, by the way. Um, then let us know. Um, so yeah, that is going to be the end of the podcast. Thank you very much for listening. Please do follow or subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast service if you enjoyed the show, so you'll be notified when our next episode goes live. That is typically every two weeks. Uh, it's been a bit off schedule recently, but it should be going back to two weeks now. If you want to chat live with us whilst we play video games, you can find us on Twitch at twitch.tv slash theparttimegamers. You can also find us on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. You can find these links in the description to the podcast or just search for us, literally, the part-time gamers with a Z, and we should come up. Once again, thank you all so much for listening to the Part-Time Gamers podcast, and keep on gaming.